This is Raj Subramayer, founder of Chai Latte Consulting. And if you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my man, good friend, Brandon Straza with the Mastermind Effect Podcast. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey, everybody. Today, we've got the founder of Chai Latte Consulting, author of Skyrocket Your Career. We've got the tech career coach himself, Raj Subermeyer. His is a story of consistency beginning early in his career before he became an entrepreneur after submitting over a thousand job applications. Raj talks about the difficulties of women in IT and how he's worked with clients to overcome the industry's old beliefs. And finally, he talks about why you should work on your mind dump exercise. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show where you know, I believe, the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do that, we have got the founder of Chai Latte Consulting. He is a tech career coach and author of the book, Skyrocket Your Career Book. You can get it at skyrocketyourcareerbook.com. Raj Supermeyer. Raj, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. It's, it's a pleasure, man. Absolutely. Hey, when they realize the the unbelievable nuggets that you're dropping out there today, when the, when the listeners do, and they are like, hey, I want to work with them, reach out to them, or they just want to connect with you somewhere. What is the easiest way, either personally or through social, to reach out and connect with you? The easiest way to connect with me is uh, through my website, which is rajsubra.com. All my life's work, life's work is on the website. And then I'm super active on LinkedIn. So that's the more easier way to connect with me because literally I live on LinkedIn. So just follow me there, ask me any questions and I'll be there to serve you. So website and LinkedIn are the best ways to connect with me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that'll also be in the show notes. So if they, they, they're struggling with the spelling, we're going to have it down below. So right. let's, uh, let's just dive into it. And, uh, you know, talk to me about how your learning has changed over the last five, 10 years. When you were younger, it was textbooks and teachers, and then friends, family, coworkers, people around you, and you were in corporate America, and you've, you've shifted out of that. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? That's a great question to start off with. So I think in the past uh, 10 years, the way we interact with people, the way we do business, the way we learn things has drastically changed, right? So when I was growing up, for example, just to set some context, so I grew up in the southern part of India from a place called Chennai. And there, the education system is so different compared to where I am uh, right now in the United States. There, it's more about how good you are, you are in memorizing things. And then when you have exams, then you pretty much have to remember things you memorize and then you put that on paper. And then once the course completes, within a month or two, you forget what you actually learn because the focus is more how you memorize or how well you memorize, actually, and then whether uh, you get good grades. And those were the two main focus. 
But when I came to the United States here, I noticed that there's a lot of uh, focus on group learning where you have group projects, they make assignments more abstract so that it gives people the creativity and uh, permission to actually think creatively, right? And I think since being in the United States and me myself doing a master's in software engineering over here, I could see that in the past 10 years, the focus of learning has shifted from memorizing grades to how we are going to implement those learnings in real life. And even universities right now are uh, radically changing their educational system and courses to reflect that as well. Because when people graduate and set foot in the corporate environment, they need to apply these things they learn in real life experiences, in real life work. So I think that's how the trends have uh, shifted in terms of the learning from the past 10 years to where we are right now. Yeah, and, and it's, it's interesting. I might've been a rock star back, back in your hometown because memorizing was the only way I could literally just get through <laughs> stuff. I'm like, let me memorize and then let me implement something else that I actually care about. But kind of the, the method that you were talking about sounded a little more like what Montessori is. My son is in uh, Montessori, which is definitely hands-on group activity and then learning you know, at your, your own pace and using your creativity. That's a great point. And one thing I want to mention here is um, sometimes people get a wrong notion when they say things like abstract learning, increased creativity. It doesn't mean that it's not structured. So that's, that's a real... Uh, important distinction for people who are listening or watching this because people think, okay, but when you're creative and then it's uh, things are open-ended, then you can do whatever you want. But I believe even in Montessori and other uh, educational systems and learning styles, when they say things are more creative and more open, they do have some structure. They have some guardrails, but they do increase that creativity uh, of kids or even adults, right? So that is something I think we need to keep in mind, structured learning, but encouraging creativity at the same time. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, you know, you're talking about learning structured and, and what we're able to take in. I think there's more ways to take in information than ever before. And mm -hmm. it can be confusing with the amount of information we have at our fingertips. Now, some people, they learn from mentors, coaches, masterminds, accountability partners, online courses, lots of ways to learn, obviously. Who are you currently learning from? And more importantly, how did you connect with them? Wow, another great question. So again, just to set some context, I think uh, we have a good problem right now where there are a plethora of options for you to consume information. And we have a lot of ways to a lot of things to choose from and uh, focus on things which we can relate to, right? But the problem here is our life is now like a Netflix movie. How many of you have uh, decided to watch a movie on Netflix, but you spent 45 minutes just browsing through different movie options. And then by the time you actually select a movie, it's freaking hour and a half and you're already tired, right? So I think that is 
what is happening in terms of uh, having multiple options right now. So that is something you need to be careful of, which is there are going to be a lot of options, but you have to pick the top three things which you can relate to and then go with it and see whether it works for you. And if it doesn't work, then take out one item from the list and then add another item to your list, right? I think that's a good way to approach learning. But coming back to the question of how I consume information and connect with people is I'm a huge sucker for podcasts. Podcast is my jam, like the mastermind effect. And then I have a lot of podcasts I listen to. Literally while running, I listen to podcasts while cleaning uh, my uh, kitchen. I listen to podcasts. That is one of the most important ways I consume information. I learn and connect with people as well. For example, you saw me in one of the podcast episodes, right? And we connected, right? So podcasts is the thing right now, which people use for consuming information and connecting with, connecting with people, right? That is one aspect of it. Another aspect of it is social media. So for based on what you do in life, right? So for example, I'm a tech career coach. So I specifically help people in the tech industry to find their dream job and become successful leaders in the tech industry. So the place where all the tech folks hang out is LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is the place for IT professionals or professionals in general. They hang out, they connect. So LinkedIn is a really, really rich social media platform for connections. And there you can find a lot of like-minded people, a lot of people, a lot of influencers, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of coaches like me there. And people connect with uh, me and then I connect with other coaches. So LinkedIn is a good place as well for connecting with people in terms of social media. And of course you have Instagram and Facebook. There I've seen people who are more focus on other areas like photography, right? And then uh, lifestyle entrepreneurs, those kind of people like Instagram and uh, they connect and uh, network with people as well. So podcasts, social media are the two main ways I'm consuming information. And of course it goes without saying that I read a lot of books. So if you see behind me over here, I have a huge collection of books. So I read about 25 to 30 books per year. And uh, I'm a sucker for biographies and motivational books. So that's what I read. That's my jam. So if people are looking to connect, grow their network, consume information, podcast, social media, and books are the way to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love how you explained how you're utilizing the different platforms and depending on the industry, why it's important to, to be on there. So Let's kind of go into people that, that you work with because a lot of people, they get stuck and, and they don't know how to execute what's in their head. We're still going through a pandemic. And to me, I feel it's causing a reset and how we're able to accomplish things. How have masterminds or coaching helped you when you're looking to reset and get unstuck? Yeah. So just to, again, uh, set some bank background here. One, people, one thing people need to understand is even coaches need coaches, right? So I coach a lot of people and in the tech industry, but I have a business coach. I have a writing coach. I just published a book. And then I have a speaking coach because I am training to give TEDx and TED Talks in the future, right? So everyone has someone to help them get unstuck. 
And that being said, there are different ways uh, me as a coach are approaching the situation and even people who are not coaches are approaching the situation. So let's first talk about me as a coach. How am I approaching this pandemic situation and trying to get unstuck? No matter where you are in life, you need to figure out what you want to focus on. And for that, I have a really simple exercise, which I do. It's called the mind dump exercise. And I recommend this for anyone listening and anyone watching right now. And that gives a good visibility on where you want to focus on. Because this is the thing. Our life is like a GPS system. Say you're using Google Maps. If without putting the destination address, you cannot expect to reach a destination, right? And then you cannot complain that Google Maps is not working properly. In the same way, if you feel that, man, I'm stuck. This pandemic has taken control of my life then you need to do something about it. And this mind dump exercise is gonna help out. So quickly, just the way you do it, and that's what I've done during this pandemic as well, and I do it on a regular basis to focus and refocus. So literally take a paper and pen, put a line, horizontal line, right through the middle of the paper. On the left side, you're gonna write down things you love to do or you want to do. On the right side, you're gonna write down things you hate to do or you never wanna do in life. Just by doing that exercise in an uninterrupted way for about an hour without Facebooking or messaging, you're going to uncover so many things about you because all the things you want to do is already stuck. It's already there in your head. You just have to make it visible by putting it on paper. So doing this mind dump exercise, you can start finding different patterns in terms of, okay, I see that these are my interests. These are the things I don't like. And then you can start retrospecting your current state of life. Are you actually doing things based on your strengths or are you doing things which are not even related to what you want to do in life? That's the first step in getting unstuck, right? Next is, okay, now you know what you want to focus on. Then you have to decide whether you can do it on your own through the resources like podcasts, blog posts, and articles, or you could find someone who can help you out, right? So for me, There's a lot of uh, things I could find online and do, but then I also run a six-figure business and then I have a lot of clients and I need to support them the best way possible, right? So I choose different things which I want to get help on. So for example, uh, building my business. So I have a business coach and the way you can uh, you pick a business coach or any coach for that matter is look at their social media profile, look at what they're posting, see whether you can relate to them. Check out their content, check out their videos, check out their podcasts if they're on on podcasts and see whether you can relate to the experiences they share and what they're going through. Then set up a call with them, connect with them. Then you can filter out people who you can relate to and then hire coaches, right? So that is the first aspect, which is being a coach. How do you get unstuck with, you do mind dump exercise and then start connecting and see what other help you can get from other people and then hire the coaches you want, right? The second part is, okay, you're not a coach, but you're just stuck and you want to do something in your life. Again, start with the mind dump exercise, but then what you're going to do is um, think about what kind of uh, work you want to do in life. Who do you want to work for? What kind of companies you want to work for? How would your work-life balance look like uh, six months down the line? What do you prioritize in life? Money, fame, or you want the job, your uh, job description, your job title. So you have to ponder upon all those things. And then 
you can start connecting with other coaches as well. Just to summarize what I said. So if you're unstuck, no matter where you are in your life or whatever career you are in or you are at, you start with the mind dump exercise, then figure out things you need help with, see whether you can get it to, through re, uh, other resources, help, see whether you can get help through other resources like blog post articles. If not, hire someone who has gone through the same journey because you don't have to struggle for 15 years to say, build a company. Instead, if someone has already built a company, you could uh, have them as your mentor and then do fast track it by using their golden nuggets. And that's what you pay for, right? And of course, uh, one more thing you mentioned was the masterminds, the power of masterminds. So I am a part of a, a mastermind as well. In fact, funny story, I wrote my book as part of a mastermind group. And for those of you listening, mastermind is basically a group of like-minded people. It could be entrepreneurs or anyone for that matter who have similar kind of vision to make an impact, right? And uh, you have one person who helps to facilitate and guide and share their experiences with the group. And then each one have their own path, but they share and support each other, right? So that's the mastermind. For me, I wrote the book, my new book, which was released in November as part of a mastermind group. I started in April with a group of entrepreneurs and then four of us actually released our books as well. So that is the power of the mastermind. So you choose what you want coaches, mastermind, podcasts, online resources, but it all starts with being clear on what you want to do with life. So Yeah. And if you think about it, just like when we were kids, it's almost like choose your own journey book. Do I want to choose this journey, this journey, but it can all get you to where you're going. One of the reasons why we're building the success finder is to help people and funnel them through their journey. So they don't have to go to all these different resources out there because it can be confusing. And since we're on the subject of masterminds, they've been around for a while. Probably the first mastermind was the apostles, if you really think about it from a biblical standpoint. And then Benjamin Franklin creates the, the Junto Club or the Leather Apron Club. And then this guy, Napoleon Hill, writes a book. And it kind of really lays out what you were just describing about a mastermind. As there's been such a large boom of self-education over the last 10 plus years, where do you see the paradigm shifting between traditional education versus self-education going forward? <laughs> that's a very controversial question, but I can still answer that because uh, that's what everyone is uh, thinking about, right? Whether school education actually makes sense these days. Because although when I started the, this podcast interview, I said learning has evolved in the past 10 years, there's still a lot of work to do, as you and me know, and as a lot of people realize, right? I feel that especially school education, like for our kids, I feel there there's a lot of scope for improvement because they're still using old material and then they make the students just learn one or two things which they prescribe, right? And kids get a false understanding that that's how the, that's the way, that's the way the world works and which is not true, right? So I feel that uh, all the kids, even like right now, have that entrepreneurial mind. And we need to nurture that entrepreneurial mind of young kids. So what we could do is, and what I'm seeing in a lot of school systems, I live in Chicago and I've already seen this in uh, many school systems where apart from the regular co courses they've been offering for the past 10, 15 years, 
they're starting to have new kind of initiatives like uh, having people like us talk to school kids about uh, what, what does being an entrepreneur mean? What does, how do people write books? How do people, how do you focus on goals? What kind of career options are available when you grow up? So they're encouraging more programs like this, new programs so the kids get exposed to things other than what they're, they've always been learning. So I can see the positive trends in terms of entrepreneurial uh, reforms and activities combined with their old traditional books system. I think both combined have been, have starting to help uh, kids. And of course, um, we cannot just rely on the school system. That's why as parents, we have to encourage our kids to uh, learn different things. I think uh, before the start of this podcast, you were mentioning your six-year-old, six-year-old kid is going to like coding classes, which is crazy because the first time I started coding was like second year of my undergrad, right? And that's how <laughs> the times have evolved. So what you're doing, what your school is doing, similarly, I think parents must invest in their kids and start exposing them to different activities. It could be coding, it could be art, because I think art is really underrated, but it can give you a lot of creative thinking as well. So I think it's a combination of both traditional school systems with entrepreneurial reforms, with parents encouraging their kids to learn and expose them to more opportunities. That's where I see the trend going. If you don't do that, then I think the kids would suffer because what they perceive as reality at school, as we know, is not the reality when they step into the corporate environment. It's a whole new world here, right? And they shouldn't be taken by surprise. So we just nurture them from a young age so that they're at least decently prepared for it. You can never be 100% prepared for anything, but at least you can uh, plant the seeds of how the world works. And when they come to a realization to a level of maturity to think on their own, those things which we did are going to help them out as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. When someone invests in their future, they have a better than vague idea of what they're going to get out of it. They have some expectation if they follow the steps that you're teaching them, that they're working with you on, of what the outcome could be. What should people expect when they enter Raj's reality? So, just to make sure I understood the question. So, if people come to me for help, what can they expect to? get to the next stage of whatever they want to do in life, right? Yeah, from your chai latte consulting, you know, you're a tech career coach. You don't hear that all the time. And so what can they expect? Yeah, so the first thing I do when people come to me is uh, I try to analyze how bad they want to change. Because there are two types of people in this world. People who think they want to change And they keep saying, I want to change, I want to change, but there's no action. There's a lot of talking, no action. Second type of people are people who really want to change. They have tried so many different things, but they haven't succeeded or they've been facing obstacles and they're genuinely looking for help. So I help the second category of people, right? So when people actually talk to me, I first analyze how bad they want it, right? And whether they're ready to invest in themselves, because you need to be ready to invest in yourself for you to make a change. Because one thing you need to remember is people come to me or people come to you or other coaches because 
we have dedicated, say, 15 to 20 years of uh, our life going through all these failures. And we are going to give you the golden nuggets to succeed, like literally in two or three months, right? So that you don't have to fail, like how, uh, and go through the journey, like what we did. So for that, you would have to be ready to invest in yourself in terms of you will pay me certain amount of money for you to grow, right? A lot of people, they then, when you start talking about investing in yourself, then they say, uh, I don't know whether I'm ready for it, right? So that's an indicator that people may not be ready just yet due to multiple reasons. The reason I'm saying investing in yourself is really important is just to take a step back quickly for a minute is in 2011, I was a new college uh, uh, new uh, college grad, and then I uh, uh, just started working, and then I just finished repaying my student loans, and I pretty much didn't have money. But then one of my biggest fears in life was the fear of public speaking. Since a young age, I had this fear uh, of um, being rejected whenever I talked to people, and it, it was because of my upbringing and it was because of my culture. And it was haunting me till 2011. And then I saw this email one day saying, there's a conference going on. You should come, right? Just their marketing promo email. Then I started looking at that email for like four or five minutes and thought to myself, huh, maybe I should attend this conference because uh, one of my biggest fears is fear of public speaking. And then another fear was fear of rejection. But if I go to a conference, there's going to be a bunch of people I don't know so I'll be more comfortable to get out of my comfort zone, right? So I decided to spend $3,000 on my own money back in 2011 when I didn't have money because I really wanted to make a change. My company wasn't ready to sponsor me. And of course, I, was not, I wasn't a speaker, so I had to get money out of my own pocket, right? I went there, saw other, speak, other speakers give talks, and then I got this epiphany that, you know what? The best way for me to get rid of my fear of public speaking is become becoming a speaker. And I think I should do that. So what I did to cut a long story short was I came back in uh, from the conference in 2011 after taking notes and talking to people, other speakers. And then in 2012, I started speaking in small, small meetup groups. Then in 2013, after seven months and 23 trial runs, I gave my first conference talk and it was a huge hit. And right now I'm an international keynote speaker speaking in front of thousands of people, right? Why am I sharing the story? That is because change doesn't happen unless you decide to invest in yourself. So when they come to me, first I do this analysis. Then I do what is called a profile analysis, right? When I decide that they really need help and I could help them. What a profile analysis is basically analyze their current state, where they are, where they are at right now from their LinkedIn profile, whether their current job matches their strengths. So we do a profile analysis. And once we do that, we start getting different items to work on in terms of, say, for example, a person comes to me and says he wants to be a manager, right? In the tech industry, like a test tech, tech manager. And uh, we start analyzing whether that's what they really want to do. Sometimes you may find out that that is not what they want to do. They just want to be a tech manager just because other people are being tech managers, right? So we identify what strengths and what interest areas they have to focus on. Then we come up with an action plan, like a three-month action plan, a six-month action plan to reach those goals. And then we proceed 
on a weekly basis. We have calls and then we have tasks and that's how we proceed further. So if you work with me, that's what you can expect. People would ask me, could you guarantee that I can become a tech manager, for example? So what I can guarantee is if you work with me, your mindset and belief system is 100% going to shift. You'll be in a better state than you were before you came to me, right? That I can guarantee. I can also guarantee that you'll have confidence. Confidence. I'll also guarantee that you're going to identify your strengths and you're going to focus your vision, goals, and tasks based on your strengths. That I can guarantee. But then you also have to do the work because you can take a horse to a pond, but you cannot make it drink, right? That's a famous quote. So that's what actually happens. So uh, till now, I've helped about 30 clients, and my clients are usually people in their mid to senior level stage of their careers who want to get into leadership. And uh, yeah, and all my clients have been referral clients. I've never marketed my services. That's because I give results and that's who I am, right? And one final thing before I finish this uh, monologue of what I was saying was everything is mindset and consistency, no matter where you are in life. This is the thing. If you feel that you are worth only $50,000, then the way you act, the way you show up, the way you do things is going to reflect a person who's earning $50,000. But if you feel that you're worth worth $200,000, then the way you show up, the way you think, the way you react, the way you do things is going to reflect a person earning $200,000. So it's mindset and belief system. So that's what we need to work on first. And then all other things follow. That's pretty much the whole Raj experience if you actually come to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I love the Raj experience. And and speaking of that experience, I feel that people have a way of surprising us from time to time, whether it's their willingness to learn, their grit, their grind, whatever it is. Give us a, a success story that someone that has been through the Raj experience and what was the outcome because they worked with you? There are a lot of success stories, but one which immediately comes to my mind is uh, this... Uh, woman I'm working with right now. And uh, she's still my client. She has been my client for over two years. So she came to me uh, early 2018. And uh, she was a tech lead. So for people who are listening, what a tech lead means is someone in a lead leadership role in the tech industry, right? So that's kind of the starting stage. Once you, uh, once you do a tech lead job, then you can become manager, VP, and keep growing. So this person was a tech lead. She came to me saying that uh, being a woman in tech has been really hard on her because she's getting overlooked for promotions. She's not getting the salary she deserves. And she wants to get into a manager role, but she feels she doesn't have the right skill sets. So that's what she told me when we first started talking, right? And usually what happens is even before the person talks to me, I ask for their LinkedIn profile because I want to see what their work experience is. This uh, person I'm talking about, she had 21 years of experience working in the tech industry. And she felt that she didn't have the right skill set to be a manager. So I had to give her a taste of reality. So I said, so this person, yeah, you can even look her up. Her name is Shri. And uh, she's open in sharing her information. So Shri then said, then I told Shri that, do you know that you have 21 years of experience in tech? Then whew, it just blew her mind. She said, huh, I didn't even realize that I have 21 years of experience. 
So the reality I was telling her is even CEOs and CTOs of startup companies do not have 21 years of tech experience. And you are thinking whether you can actually be a manager. I said, you can even be a CTO or CEO if you want to, right? You have these uh, limiting beliefs, which is holding you down. So we started analyzing what are her different strength areas, right? Of course, her experience was her strength. Then she had this knack of uh, solving problems creatively in teams because we uncovered some of her stories. And then we figured out what her ideal leadership style would be, what her role would be. Once we uncovered those things, we started looking for different jobs for to meet her strengths, right? Because she couldn't uh, do that in her current job. And to cut a long story short, I not only helped her get a manager role at a company, she became director of quality engineering. That was her next jump, literally from tech lead to director of quality engineering. So that's like a two-step progress in terms of her job. And she's doing amazingly well, right? She works in a really large company. She manages so many people and she's a kick-ass leader. So the moral of the story here is, yeah, one thing is, of course, I can help people and then get the true potential out of them. But the main point here is we have all these limiting beliefs that we cannot do this, we cannot do that, right? That's because society has labeled us that way. Once you start realizing that you don't, you don't, you shouldn't let other people's opinions become your reality, once you come to that realization, that's when the real transformation happens. So for Sri, I had to tell her that you need to believe in yourself, right? Shut, shut off the noise and the negativity coming. You have to focus. You, you have the strength to do it. And then she became a director and she's still a director of quality engineering and she's still my client. So that is one of my great success stories because not only because I helped her, I also learned a lot from her because being a woman in tech, they have to go through a lot of hardships. That's a whole different topic we can talk about. But the point is, I could feel the problem she had to go through. And for everything a man does, women have to work double, put in double the effort to reach that goal, right? And that's the unfortunate situation currently, at least in the tech industry. So I learned a lot from her and this whole experience was really inspiring and amazing for me. Yeah, and I appreciate you sharing that story. It's an amazing success story. And then you look at the other end and you're just like, why? You know, why is it that we're still stuck in the, the old ages of it's, it's, it, they've got to do triple, double, triple, quadruple the amount of work. It is the reality. And I, I, you know, would love having a conversation at a later date and time, but yeah, that's, I appreciate you sharing that story. Talking about her success on the solo shows, we, we talk about success and the ingredients, the pillars of success, uh, hanging out with the right people, willingness to invest in yourself. You've talked about that one a little bit today. And then, you know, as I say, um, action through experimentation, because if you expect something's going to happen, it's not unless you choose to take some action. I feel that there's a lot of different ingredients in there. It's mentorship, coaching, experimentation, partnerships, willingness to fail, I think is a key ingredient in success. What do you think is a, what do you feel is a key thing if you were to center it out and becoming successful? As you said, there are multiple facets of, uh, your life, which makes you successful. But one key thing which has worked for me and which 
I remind my clients about is consistency. You can come, come up with all these audacious plans to make a transformation. You can come up with like a 30 bullet point list of uh, different goals. You can come up with a two-year plan to figure out where you want to go to. But the problem is everyone starts up with all this motivation. And then within three weeks, they start falling off the bandwagon because they are not consistent. Funny thing is, I was just reading about this the other day. People make New Year resolutions, right? And 80%, of the people fall off their goals and resolutions within the first week of February. Why is that? That is because people are not consistent, right? We all believe in getting results like immediately. No one believes in the concept of delayed gratification where you put in the work consistently over a period of time, then you get the results. And that's the way life works. So when people come to me, they say, man, I want to get this job. Like I'm interviewing and then I want to become a leader. Okay. Or they would say, I want to become a speaker like you. I saw you speaking at this conference. You're super funny and humorous. So how do I become like you? Then I would say it takes 10 years of dedication and I'm still a work in progress, right? Because people do not know the real effort which uh, entrepreneurs and coaches have to put to get to where they are today. So coming back to what I'm saying, consistency is the key. And that's what I follow in life. And that's what I tell people as well. So if you say you identify three things you want to do, right? Now 2021 is coming up and say you want to lose weight. What are you going to do is be consistent and select three things you want to do to lose weight. Don't select like 200 things because that's the problem. When you select multiple things, then you get confused. Then it goes back to the Netflix movie experience because you get so confused. So click three things. Exactly. You keep scrolling through your list and then you don't implement anything. So start simple, think small, be consistent. And based on research, if you do anything consistently for about 30 to 45 days, it becomes a habit. And that's how it is. So my key ingredient here is consistency. And if we are consistent in whatever we do, then we can start achieving our goals one by one. And the key here is delayed gratification. It's so easy to expect results immediately, but just put in the effort and then things happen. Yeah, absolutely. Think of it this way. And this is kind of my takeaway of my brain, how I work that. Birthdays and holidays happen once a year. Life happens every day. So you have to be, that's why making uh, a new year's resolution is once a year. Life happens every day. Have that resolution every, every day. All right. I feel that there's new ideas brewing in times of prosperity. It's like, it's easy to be successful when everybody's winning, but ingenuity and creativity, I think come when we feel the squeeze and the world's feeling the squeeze. What are you working on right now? That's going to take place over the next 12 months that excites you. A couple of things which are super, super exciting for me. The first thing is, um, so I launched my new book mid-November, which is called Skyrocket Your Career, The No Bullshit Approach to Find Your Dream Job, Be Successful in It, and Transform into a Rockstar. I launched this book and there's been great reception. Uh, I hit rank 70 on the bestseller list in the jobs careers category, which is amazing. Just to set some context, you see that millions of books in each category on Amazon and I hit rank 70. So I want to keep pushing this book to people because I think it's going to be super impactful and going to help and it's going to help them 
to advance in their career, help them get unstuck, be successful, set them miles apart from the competition, right? So 2021 is going to be a lot of um, speaking and then sharing ideas from the book with other people to show how impactful it is and then help the book reach a lot of people. That's my goal. That's the first thing in 2021, which is really exciting. And as you know, if you have any new product, there's so much shit you have to go through and do. So 2021, there's a lot of things in the pipeline for me related to the book. But talking about more impact and uh, more focused work, there are two things which I'm going to do. One is the online course. So the different contents of my book, I'm going to move put that into an online course so that people can digest the contents in chunks, right? So if you're looking for your dream job and looking for strategies, then you'll have a course for it. If you're already a leader, but you're looking for strategies to be successful in it, you'll have a course. And if you want to be super productive in your work and manage your time, manage work-life balance, then there's going to be a course for it. Because this book, by the way, I have it over here. So this is the book. So this book has all the things in one book, pretty much. But the course is going to be different parts with more exercises and interactive uh, features. So that's the online course. And the next thing is, uh, I'm thinking about starting a group accountability program. What that means is, we were just talking about goal setting, being consistent, and 80% of the people (laughs) did not achieve their goals. For me, for the past four years, I've achieved over 90% of my goals. And the reason I'm able to do that is I have a system. We start from the mind dump exercise, then we figure out different goals under different buckets. You have personal, health, wealth, family, careers. Under each one, you start identifying goals. Then once you identify the goals, you identify different tasks for each goal. Once you identify the task, you put that on your Google Calendar, literally to work on it every week for a period of three, uh, three months or six months, right? And then it's a slow, slow, gradual progress towards your goal. So I thought this was common knowledge, but when I started doing workshops this year and talking about goal setting mindset, I saw that a lot of people are struggling with it and I think I can help them out as well. So this group accountability program is going to be me and a really small group of people like a mastermind. And I'm going to share my actual goals, my revenue goals, everything personal with this group and all those folks in the group are going to share their personal information because they're going to map out the goals. And we're going to have a really close-knit community where we're going to help each other out and achieve our goals in 2021. It's going to be super awesome and I'm so looking forward to it. So that is something which I'm planning to start in mid-January. I haven't publicized it yet because I want to uh, create a structure for it. But the point is it's going to be super informal, but I'm going to help people out with my strategy to achieve goals. So the book, online course, and the group accountability program are some things which I'm super, super excited about. And of course, I always do my regular business on the side, which is coaching one-on-one clients, doing the speaking and writing for companies as well. Wow. It's 2020 has been awesome. And 2020 is just going to get even more robust. Um, I can't wait to talk offline with you about uh, possibly helping collaborate on the uh, the group and how you're going to set that up with what we're building over at the Success Finder. So what is one last tip, tactic, actionable item that if someone listening today, something really simple, they, they implemented that over the next 30, 60, 90 days, they would see a real impact in their personal and business life? That was the easiest question you actually asked me in this interview. 
The answer is build your personal brand. Your personal brand is everything. And just to give you some example here, say you have your favorite body wash, which you have been buying for the past 10 years. There's not just one aspect of the body wash you like. It's the fragrance, it's the packaging, it's the price, it's the color, it's the durability. When you put it down, it doesn't like split open. And all these factors of the body wash has been making you buy it again and again for over 10 years. And your personal brand is the exact same thing. It's multiple facets of you, which makes people come to you, which makes people recognize you, which makes people notice you. So for the next 30, 60 days, if you want to do something impactful in your life, start building your personal brand. And quickly, some ways to do that is go to your LinkedIn profile, or, your, or if you're active on Facebook, you can do that as well. But I'm a LinkedIn guy, so I can talk in the context of LinkedIn. Go update your LinkedIn profile. Make sure it reflects everything you do to let people know what you're capable of. Because everything you put on LinkedIn is SEO information. Literally, Google uses LinkedIn and uses the keywords to find you out in the search results. So make sure you populate all the data in LinkedIn. Go update your LinkedIn profile. Grow your network. Go attend online conferences, meetup groups. You will never know whom you're going to meet. For example, my last four jobs was through my network. It's been nine years since I actually applied for my, uh, since I applied for a job with a resume, right? So LinkedIn, growing your network, continuous learning. There are a lot of free online courses and even paid courses for a really fraction of the cost of what you would have to pay if you take like a graduate program. Go take those courses on LinkedIn, Udemy, Coursera, right? Because this is a reality, people. There are over 30 million jobs which have been lost. And say you want to get a job, what makes you different from other people? That's where all these extra courses, like soft skill courses, leadership courses, or whatever things you're focusing on, all these extra things, the proactiveness, proactiveness you show is going to reflect as part of your personal brand. So build your personal brand. And of course, I talk more about this in my book as well. But the point is, personal brand is everything. That's what is going to get you noticed. That's what is going to make you extraordinary compared to other folks who are in the same boat as you. Wow, that's it's great advice. It's simple, it's easy, it's digestible. And your book is digestible. It's what, 99 pages? I know, yeah, it's only 99 pages. So if you see over here, so it's like a MacBook Air. <laughs> and uh, it's 99 pages because this is the thing. When I mentioned, so the book subtitle is The No Bullshit Approach. That's how I live my life. I don't bullshit. So I wanted to give people real experiences, which I had to go through, like applying for 1,293 jobs in 2008. That was one of my experiences. And I give actionable strategies and weave that into the experiences so that people can realize, okay, how do I apply it in my real life? So this book is a quick read because the pandemic, people do not have time to consume 400 page books like uh, Tools of Titan, Titans and other big books, which are super impactful, but too big for me. But the point is, yeah, it's super digestible. And uh, I also am giving away a free chapter of the book so that people can, can get a feel for it. So if you go to skyrocketyourcareerbook.com, you can download the free chapter and you can see whether this is a book meant for you, right? So yeah, I'm pretty uh, stoked about the book and it's going to impact a lot of people for sure. Absolutely. I appreciate it. We have got the founder of Chai Latte Consulting. He is a 
tech career coach, and he's got a book that just launched. You can go to his website, skyrocketyourcareerbook.com, download a free chapter. We've got Raj Supermeyer. Raj, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to come come to the these kind of podcasts and then share my story, share my thoughts. And I also wanted to quickly acknowledge what you have been doing. Uh, I think you have been impacting the community at a really big level and being consistent. Again, we talked about consistency. You've been really consistent in getting great people on your podcast and making it really impactful. So I want to acknowledge you for your effort. Yeah. Thanks for everything you've been doing and uh, people are definitely impacted by it. Thank, that means a lot to me. Thank you so much, Raj. Thank you again. You're welcome, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing The Mastermind Effect.